What up, what up? We are back. The Realest Podcast Ever. I don't know what episode this is. 157. Uh, I'm going to say 571. Am I right? John's pointing and shaking his head yes. No. According to our folders, anyway. Well, th- well, yeah, because our, our our episodic form and the actual number of what it is is different. Oh, part one fi- 153 then, I think this is. We're 154 today. Ah. Last week was 153. My bad. <laughs> you were in the ballpark. If you owe me $157, <laughs> you bring 154 Give it to me. Yeah. Speaking of which, I got to call this fucking uh, guy. I hate people, man. You call him on air? <laughs> no, because I'm a curse. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, uh, it's Matt, motherfucker. Yeah, like, What's going on? The most annoying part of people owing you money is that you be having to, like, call them. Yo. My, and it'd be like, you know you, 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 know you have. And, I, you know, I'm not fucking... Uh, no gang lord you know what i'm saying <laughs> so it's like you know but you know you owe somebody yeah, i would just, like my money back without having to request it like why do i gotta like take the day off from yeah, work? like we both know we, we we both know you owe me money you trying to see how in, invested i am in getting my money back that's trash as fuck yo bro what's up where you at oh man i'm on 33rd street you know i'm ripping and running i'm, I'm coming from the north side to southwest you know i'll be down there probably like, give me like an hour so then two days pass and you like <laughs> Uh, where you at? Oh man, look, I'm leaving the Lakers game. You're like the Lakers got eliminated, <laughs> not those Lakers. The other Lakers. <laughs> Just like, oh, fucking Connie Mack Lakers, yeah. <laughs> the Sun Valley Lakers, right? I'm up uh. Southampton with, with my young boy and shit. You know what I'm saying? About to play this little spring football tournament real quick. They only it's a quick little in and out little 17 games. Oh, yeah. I'll be right at you. Excuse me? 17 week season And you know I'll be right <laughs> I mean, to I'll you I'll be right yeah, to you Crazy Yeah I got a couple people right now man These people that I really care about too That owe me money um, I would like my money back no. um, It's been a while And uh, you know Y'all out here living y'all good life Somebody had a post uh, last week on IG And it was like Yeah you know I see everybody You know looking good man Getting dressed You know living their best life But all I want and, and, and I celebrate that But when you go run me my little coin Yo <laughs> like, like y'all having the time of y'all life Like y'all on jet skis And all type and of shit And that's the crazy part Was like Y'all eating brontosaurus Motherfuckers wings Motherfuckers lives be regular as shit <laughs> Till they owe you money And then it's like I didn't even know you knew Khaled <laughs> <laughs> Like why are you in a no, fucking Sprinter no, van with DJ Khaled? I ain't pay for none of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we the best pay for this. You know what I'm saying? This, you got you got it confused, Chief. Like, <laughs> we the best pay <laughs> We the this. best pay for everything, down to the, <laughs> the spread, everything, the bagels. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't me, baby. You know what I'm saying? But I got you. Oh, oh. Little 17-week season. I'm, I'll be right at you at the end of that, Joe. Nigga in the crowd at Ellen. <laughs> just, just all over the fucking place. Like, oh, that's really how that should be. Yeah, niggas are ridiculous. Yeah, niggas are niggas are a headache. Man. I've realized that when I give people money, well, not I don't because I, I don't give anybody money. When I loan people money, I almost have to like 
in order to say yes, they gotta like qualify in my brain. Meaning, like, if I need you to punch a nigga in the face, <laughs> in order to justify giving you this money that yeah. I'm never getting back anyway, are you up to the task? Yeah. Like, so I tend to only lend like, money to niggas that are punch people in the face a bull. Like, could you, uh, if I give you a mission? Can you, can you, what's your success rate on like, achieving like, this mission? If I give you, can you drive to the letter C on the little <laughs> map at the bottom of the screen? Like, yeah, real shit. Like, that'll justify this $500 that I'm never getting back, yeah. apparently. But it just, it just, it just, the world we live in is just so ridiculous at times, man. We talked about it on our, uh, Patreon last week, the circumvention. If you haven't listened to that, yeah, go go get go to patreon.com, uh subscribe to Realist Podcast Ever. Our Patreon guy, blowing up, baby. We at about three sixty <laughs> now. Oh, let me see the Patreon. Look, when I, uh, we we got a, it's a clip I want to add to our we three sixty today. It's a oh shit, it's a clip I want to add to our regular feed okay. from Patreon. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, the uh, the circumvention episode got a lot of. A lot of people hit me. Yeah, people like I had no idea motherfuckers were this poor. Yeah, they were this, this tacky. Yes, they were this ridiculous. Uh, so yeah, we had 360 as of today. Uh, word on circumvention. There is no more circumvention. You know why? <laughs> Niggas gotta pay up front now. So I, I uh, JB, I went in and I, I, I did some detective work, some Ethan Hunt uh, Mission Impossible uh-huh. detective work, and I found it in. The Dude. settings where you have to, you can set it to pay up front. The problem is, once you do once it, once you do it, ain't no going back. Oh, okay. So now we have three months of data. We have a content library on Patreon. The switch is flipped. You sign up for Patreon, you pay that day. Love it. It is what it is. Welcome yeah. back to uh, the real finance. Yeah, welcome spells. back to normalcy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of names on here, man. Shout out Kiana Henry, Tyrell Irby. That's my man, Rel and shit. Fucking uh, Jocelyn, Kevin Hester, Omar Shaw. Shout out O'Shaw, it's my guy. TJ Crawford, Crystal Webb. Crystal Webb is something. You know what I'm saying for you fellas out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, William Newton. Dr. Crystal Webb. Oh, that's BBQ. Yeah. That's my man. Yeah. Yeah, BBQ's become real inspirational. He started yeah. off with. Eating pussy. He started off a meme page. Like chips. <laughs> <laughs> he was a meme page, and now he's a fully formed human. <laughs> he definitely started off as a bot, and definitely became a full on like honorable human. Yeah, honorable human, yeah. a pillar of his, his community, community yeah. out there. It's <laughs> out there, Cincinnati, killing this shit. Real talk. Yeah, shout out BBQ. Though. Yeah, he gave us guy. a great endorsement on Twitter the other day. Say, yo, I was dragging my feet playing around, not signing up for the Patreon, <laughs> and then I heard the. Uh, he was like either the steak forty eight Joan or the or the circumvention episode. He was like, I apologize, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, I'll 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 make sure. I think my it was the steak forty eight Joan because we put it on the feed. Exactly. That's why I want to basically give him a clip of the pill popping animals episode. Holy shit! To put that on there, so motherfuckers, because the the clip was so perfect because we talk about yeah, like they they are still. Talking about that shit to this day, like yeah, well, they're was, on the post, like yo, six thirty one on lane out, baby. What y'all yo, gonna do? Like that, that episode was pretty, pretty. Even when we was like, um, who's our favorite recent guest on the show? Is it Bang Bang? Is it Omar Tate? Is it Big Dan? Is it is it Black Poppy? <laughs> is it Sean Cotton? Motherfuckers like man, Big Dan. We like <laughs> Big Dan wasn't even on the show. <laughs> he wasn't even a guest. <laughs> he wasn't even a guest. <laughs> he was just a guy. Like, he was no, a, I'm saying, but he was a big, voice. Big Dan wasn't a guest on the podcast. Exactly. He was just on a Patreon episode with his mother. No, Big Dan. We need more Big Dan. I'm like, duh. But Dan is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Dan is uh 
I don't know where Dan is. We haven't seen Dan in a few weeks. He's been all over the yeah, place. He's been all over the damn place. Uh, you know, he's Dan, another one. I yeah. ain't know you knew Khaled. Like, <laughs> exactly. He's another one. Like he, uh, Dan's on the three hundred foot yacht. Yeah, like, like, the big joint. Yeah, the big joint. Yeah, the 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 shit that uh cracker cracker iceberg. He on that uh, yacht. Like he yeah. took a picture on the yacht the other day, and the floor said H. Biggest <laughs> shit. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I see what's happening here. Like, uh, yeah, so we're basically never going to see Dan again. Is what you t- <laughs> Tell me I'm never going to see you again without telling me I'm never going to see you again. How was your week? Uh, week was good, man. I'm out of the Honda, baby. Let's, can we yeah, get some claps I, for that? I, I heard about this yeah, the other day. I'm, I'm out the, of the um, Honda. I'm, I'm out of the Honda. Let's clap that shit up. Uh, now that I'm out of the Honda, I can tell y'all on air because it's not a crime anymore to think about it. I was going to commit grand larceny. I, I listen. <laughs> I, I, one night I remember no bullshit. I was like explaining to him how class A felonies work. <laughs> I was going to commit grand larceny. Uh, the Honda was going to end up in Fairmount Park, set yeah. on fire. Yeah. Uh, the Honda eventually ended up at the perfect storm of bad circumstances. Mm-hmm. Stuff right. falling yeah. in the studio. Uh, it's all good, JB. You don't, you don't have to worry about that. Uh, so. Uh, the first week I got the car, it was parked. This is uh, this is still in my party promoter days, 2019. Okay. Uh, my car is parked on South Street in front of Mirage. Somebody hits my fender. Okay. So now I got a nice little dent right on the fender, like right yeah. on the line, too, which is, you know, because you work, you were a fucking wreck chaser, you work with body shops. The hardest thing to repair is something that's on a line. Mm-hmm. If it's just on part of a panel or on a door or whatever, we could pop the shit out, 99% smooth it out. 99% of the times that has to get replaced completely. Like exactly. The whole panel. So <laughs> I got a dent right on this freaking line so that's that then apparently just because i was trying to hurry up and get in and get out at honda i signed up for twelve thousand mile a year lease i eradicated that in the first six months, six months. so i'm i'm already done so at the time where I had gotten to a point where my mileage was so bad on the car, I parked it for three months Dog, i, I was saying I was the other day like car. for me with a lease it's just like yo uh, like Lee's sister wound up getting an eighteen thousand mile lease, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, even that is like, I, if I get a twelve, God forbid, a ten, because you ain't do ten on a lot yeah, of the luxury yeah. Jones. It's like I'm gonna have to get that shit towed everywhere. I seen the Jones. I see. I was looking at some Porsches last night. Uh, the Macan and the Cayenne. They got a seventy five. Dog. Me and Jules talking about that shit. Like <laughs> he's, he's talking about the uh, the new Wraith, and it was like, yeah, seven thousand. It's like, yeah, they got seven thousand mile yeah. lease for a year. I was watching this guy's YouTube channel last night. He's a, a car broker, and uh, he's a he's a, he's an auto guy. Period. He's like mm-hmm. a gearhead or whatever out in Vegas, and he was saying um, how. Rolls Royce Wraiths became unsellable in Vegas a few years ago. So they were running these like insane specials like $12,000 down, two grand a month. Dog, it was a John. Rolls Royce Wraith. The the boy Redline, he was talking about it and he was like, you could have gotten in in 20, you could have got the 21 Wraith for, I believe it was 10-4. And then the monthly payment on it was 18. I was like, jeez. Yeah, but the problem was it was a 2,500 mile yeah. lease. <laughs> he said, so the guy, he said one of his friends did it. He said, I'm, he's a guy in real estate, whatever. He's like, I'm using the car to take clients around and this and this. I drive to LA, go see my family. I got to show them the car. He said, by the time the first two months happened, he burned the lease. Right. He's done. He said they he brought the car back. They like yeah. Uh, we need a check for sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. They like what do you mean? They like yeah. It's a four thirty three a mile for yeah. all the mile overages that you did. And I'm just like yeah. You got to read the fine print with them leases. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to the Honda. So um, 
over the mileage like a motherfucker. The car's got a fucking dent in it. I had to park it at some point to avoid going through all this bullshit. Recently, I had to put four new tires on the bitch. I put one on there, then another tire popped. I had to take it to Honda. They were like, oh, yeah, you don't need one tire. You need three tires. So now, four brand new tires within a span of a week. Uh, I'm out of my warranty because I'm expecting the lease stipulation. I don't need an extended warranty. All of that's out the window. All my free oil changes, all of that shit. So now I'm paying a bean of oil change because the shit got to take a synthetic blend, all of that. Uh, So as of the other day when I sold the car, I was supposed to be at 36 months, uh, 36,000 miles. I was at 25 months, 55,000 miles. So you're talking about 19,000 miles at whatever that rate is, whatever the IRS rate is, probably $2.33 a mile, some goofy shit like that. I'm flipped bad. I talked to a friend of mine that went to Central. He's a sales manager at a Honda dealership. He said, yo, if you bring it back to us and you get another Honda, we'll figure something out. But even still, I was going to have to pay something. They're not wiping away 19,000 extra miles. Like, there's no way to do that. So now I'm like... Even if it's a quarter a mile. Like... Like, what you can get on some leases, like 25 cent over a mile, is still like... All right, we need four grand. We need something. Like yeah. so so even if they say, All right, well, this is the mile calculation, this is what you owe us, we'll cut it in half or we'll carry it forward on your new lease. That's real money that I gotta pay for. Right. I'm not trying to do that shit. So I'm talking the other day, I'm talking to Penrose Finest, yeah. Dev Tate and Ziggy Zant. I'm talking to them and they like, uh they like, Yeah, so what you gonna do with your uh, you know, with your Honda, blah blah blah. Cause I was, I think I was driving the Benz today, and they was like, "Oh, uh, they was like, yeah, go to CarMax." I'm like, "What about CarMax?" They're like, "Yo, go to CarMax, fam. Like, CarMax giving them deals out." They was like, "Apparently, there's not enough used car inventory because of COVID. Because CarMax buys one and a half to uh, like one to two year old used cars for mm-hmm. the most part. They usually have cars that are newer cars, lease turn ins, fleet vehicles, rental cars, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But there's no inventory right now because a lot of manufacturers had to shut down production due to COVID last right. year. So they're all just now starting to get back to normal. But again, they sell pre-owned cars, not new cars. They're not subject to getting the manufacturers uh, rebates and all that shit for factory ordering new cars. Mm-hmm. They can't. It's out of their business model. Mm-hmm. So they right now are literally buying cars the fuck up so they they like yo go to your uh your portal for honda get your payoff get your 10-day payoff and then go to uh carmax.com go to sell enter your vin number and your mileage mm-hmm. put an accurate description of your condition in there i told them i had a dent on the fender uh other than that cars in like average condition blah 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 they give you a, a offer with a redeem code if you accept it the offer was twenty four thousand dollars. i came there monday with my redeem code, boom, they have a whole department that's just buying cars back. The whole process took less than an hour and a half. <clears throat> and that's because I had to leave and go get my second key and all of that shit. L- took less than an hour and a half. You sign like four forms. they like, yo, you definitely want to do this today? All right, cool. Your car cleaned out. You sign like four forms. They check the car in. They confirm the condition. If it's in better condition, they might offer you a little more. If it's in worse condition, they might offer you a little less. I was as accurate as possible, so my 24000 stuck. I had 22766 was the amount that I had on my payoff, but Honda charges a $400 fee or whatever like that when you turn it into a third party mm-hmm. as opposed to giving it back to them. If I would have gave it back to Honda, I would have had to pay the miles, but I wouldn't have had to pay the 400 Who gives a fuck? So I <clears throat> sell them the car. They contact Honda. 
wire Honda the money for the payoff. Boom, twenty three thousand one thirty five. I get a check for eight hundred thirty five bucks. I don't have my Honda no more. So the benefits to this is this. One, my car payment was due on the 23rd. I don't have to make my car payment. That's out the window. Two, I was able to drop the car from my insurance. I got a rebate on my insurance for no longer having that car on there. Mm -hmm. So boom, that's that's benefit number two. Benefit number three is that, uh, fuck, what's benefit number three? All right, so... Oh, I have a paid trade. I have a paid trade line. Mm -hmm. uh, Three-year trade line paid off in two years loan completely satisfied so that's going to give me a, a financial boost when i go into buying my next car because it's going to look like for credit purposes i paid off a three-year loan and not only that paid off the lease completely and bought it out in just over two years in mm -hmm. 25 months so it's a win 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 in this scenario and for the fourth win is I don't have to commit grand larceny. Potential have to go up, go to uh, to the feds for torching this fucking Honda Accord because it's over its mileage and all this other shit. Right. So win, 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 win. Very rarely in the auto industry do you get a quadruple win. Doesn't really happen that right. much. They're usually competing to rob you when you're going to go buy a car. Same thing with like contractors when you're trying to get a fucking house repaired. They're competing to rob you. Uh, how bad they rob you is, is going to be a combination of how much knowledge you have, how desperate they are, and then the general market conditions. Like, I'm thinking that I'm going to buy this Porsche Cayenne as a replacement vehicle, one of the SUV. I found a Porsche Cayenne base model sport package on it, which is like a $4,500 upgrade, <clears throat> 21 inch rims, all of that cool Porsche shit. Uh, MSRP on the car was 83. The car has 3,000 miles on it. I guess it was a demo, or whatever. So they're considering it pre owned. 76,000. Car been sitting for 59 days. That's where my leverage comes in as somebody that used to work in the auto industry and be able to say, hey, you've been sitting on this car for 59 days. I'm a guaranteed buyer. I know I can get financing for this car, whether I go through y'all or I go through my credit union. I can buy this car tomorrow. How bad do y'all want to sell it? So now it's about how close can you get me to 70K? Mm -hmm. At that point, it's a done deal. I fucking come with my fucking check from Navy Federal. Porsche actually has 2.49% interest right now on any finance that you do. So I might go with Porsche. But uh, yeah, so now the whole thing is about getting <coughs> that as close as possible. And already included in the deal in the write-up is first 10,000 mile service is on Porsche. So that's pretty much like where I think I'm going to end up going. I looked at... 92 different cars and i didn't notice porsche uh had a cayenne with like a lower model but it had the sport package added mm -hmm. so i think that's going to be my uh replacement car but i'm waiting on this trade line to get paid off and get that positive uh credit history but i could go buy a car tomorrow because i have my documentation that is paid off yeah I, I was looking at it the other day and i i've made my mind up on what i want Remember I was telling you it was like <clears throat> I want the 750 or yeah. the LS5 And I was like I like the Q8s The Audi truck Yeah And I'm sitting there the other day And I'm like 750 LS5 750 LS5 Q8 750 LS5 And I'm like you know what I want a Lambo truck Right And, 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 and I'm just like <laughs> I say that to say Yeah Lamb yeah, truck Yeah and, and, and I'm just like I need finance for 210 grand real quick <laughs> Cause I, I the, the white dude the other day straight Like let me like basically get in his john at the gas station yeah, yeah, yeah. i hit a blue one with yellow brakes and i'm just like yeah this shit is just like yeah <sighs> yeah you know the lambo truck is built on the same it's platform the as the rsq8 yeah no it's the same it's the same chassis as the q8 as the q8 oh, the same <laughs> chassis as the q8 like 
the same dimensions, height, width, all that shit. It's the same exact fucking so truck. So just the drivetrain, obviously. Drivetrain and, and, the, and the engine. Yeah, engine. The, you know, and of course the body. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're they're just, they're really, really nice when yeah. you get next to them. The, uh, but uh, no, all jokes aside, though, I, the 750, we're doing the ultimate driving experience next week for BMW. Oh, nice. So it's like, yeah, you get to, you do the track and the course and all of that shit with the M's, and then you can take whatever you want. Like, you basically can take whatever one of the new models out on the street and all yeah. this shit. So it's like, I know once I do that in the new 7, it's like, do you got a guy here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, do you got a guy here? And the thing here? about BMW is, out of all the luxury car manufacturers, BMW is the friendliest with working with people as far as being able to put you in a car that you probably don't qualify for. Like, well, I mean, I qualify, my whole, no, you absolutely qualify, but I'm just saying in general. My whole thing is, I just, there, I just didn't want a big ass note. And yeah. it's just, the more and more, it's just like, you know, him with this fucking Rafe, you would, I'm just like, so everybody, okay, you know what? Fuck it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because even when he had the M6, I'm just like, what was the note? It was like 15. I'm just like, 100? He was like, no, dollars, nigga. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? The thing is, what I've something that I've learned about bills, like I've you know been very transparent about the fact that I went broke 2013, <clears throat> doing too much, being irresponsible with money, shit like that, not being financially astute and prepared as I needed to be because I made tons of money all throughout my 20s and all of that shit even when i worked at enterprise like i made boatloads of money i made double digit thousand dollars a month doing corporate sales even when i was a fucking uh, branch manager i was making seventy five thousand dollars a year shit like that in 2009 and 10 money and shit like that. that's a lot of fucking money um but i was just irresponsible coming out of that and you know my look I, I depleted my nest egg faster than i anticipated uh after i left the job and i was transitioning into entrepreneurship so in going broke like learning you know you learn that <clears throat> you have to be willing to pay your bills with the same pride as you fuck off money like you have to be have the same level of like responsibility to where it's like oh yeah i want to buy this bitch a purse hopefully she give me some head as like you paying your fucking mortgage and or your rent or whatever the fucking case may be because the bills ain't going nowhere yeah this is the first time in my life like over this last i say seven eight months where i'm really like paying shit going ahead yeah. where it's just like you know what? I got some extra bread. I hit this little bet. I did this, that, and the third. You know what? I'm going to basically put this much money on yeah, this. Because the, the bill ain't going Like, I've literally done shit where, like, I go to my credit union and just put, like, an extra two grand in there and be like, yeah, so when the car note come around, just woo -woo -woo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the way I'm knowing you got to think about the shit <clears throat> and just focusing on my credit, focusing on right. trade lines, focusing on doing this, doing that, doing yeah. this. And we've had a lot of conversations yeah. about it. You know, me and uh, pretty much all my homies. Like, me and Rye yesterday had, like, a whole little conversation just about, like, like life. Like, yeah. the things that we trying to do and accomplish in the next five going to 40 you know yeah. what i mean and it's not like that's the one thing you 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 can tell what you're getting into by the conversations you be having with people and that's the part i'll be trying to explain it people be like yo man like i love your podcast like what made y'all start doing it? and be like this was the group chat yeah we was talking the conversations like we have on here were real life yeah. like it wasn't all just fuckery and pill popping <laughs> animals and shit yeah. it was just like yo yo do anybody got an idea of how i should do i'm trying to you know get around this tax situation everybody know, and, and just that's kind of right. how it worked and we just was throwing ideas at the end of the day we know ain't nobody coming to save us so as men no. we gotta we gotta establish a peer group that's gonna help us be better men, men. help us educate help us share their fucking network like if you fucking go to Miami I got people that I can plug you into if I go to Miami you got people you can plug me into right. 
<clears throat> oh, you yeah, my man with the cars and this is like so it's like we share resources. Yeah. And that's the thing about like good men and like the concept of like high value men is that you have a network of people that yeah. even if it's not somebody you talk to all the time, people in your network that serve a purpose that can help you get some shit done when need be. Right. My my man wanted to buy a Range Rover a couple like a couple weeks ago. He like, bro, I'm trying to buy a Range Rover today. I'm like, okay. are they are they racist? Right. Are they racist? <laughs> are like and I'm just like that was hilarious. I'm like, I'm like you just you just you're not prepared like i got an 800 credit score i was like yeah but your file is thin as fuck like you don't even have nothing in your name all your shit is au accounts and this and this and this i put him with the fucking owner the owner and the sales manager of fucking mainline uh jaguar like that's just off of a twitter connection you see what i'm saying because we we both know you wanna know the funny part remember i was like i think i know who it is yeah, yeah, yeah. he hit me that night was like yeah motherfucker yeah, you yeah. know who it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still shout out. Yeah, so he was like, I was telling him about you know her situation. He was like, oh shit, nigga, you already know. Well, he didn't say that because yeah, he can't. Yeah, can't but yeah. but he was like, oh man, like listen, yo, come through. You already know, like you know, like. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I guess I just never put two and two together. Like I knew he was there, but I didn't realize it was a family thing. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, we own this shit. He's like, yeah, everybody shout out, but it's family. <laughs> <thing."> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, because he, he's explaining to me, he's like, yeah, my brothers, he's, I was, he's like, yeah, I'm not there no more. I'm doing my own thing, because uh, you know, white guys get to just do their own thing. Yeah. Like the family is rich as fuck. Yeah. Family's thirty million. I'm just, I'm over here. I'm selling petunias. Yeah, uh, I got a petunia operation. Yeah. this shit going crazy out uh, Portland, Maine. Well, actually, what I, I, I started brewing my own beer, <laughs> yeah. and I do three card money. So it's just real successful. Yeah, we got we got uh, multiple income yeah. streams. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> So, so, so it's like I do three car money at the regional rail station <laughs> out in Ardmore. Yeah, that shit paying like a motherfucker, baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm t I'm ten xing every day. Ain't nobody picked the red queen all week. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming out with five hundred. I'm going home with five thousand every day. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, real shit. But yeah, he hit me that night. Was like, yeah, motherfucker, you know who it is. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool, makes sense. So I say that to say it's like it's not all shits and giggles. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it gotta be about some form of substance. Like at this point in life, I'm old as shit. I'm 30. I'm old in like niggas being outside years. Like mm -hmm. I've seen older niggas do it, but they did it the wrong way. But it's like in niggas going outside years, I'm old as shit. So at the end of the day, I gotta have something. Like I gotta fucking have. I have to have good credit. I have to have fifty to one hundred fifty thousand in the bank. It's just certain shit like. You gotta have because the worst thing in life is having a a growth opportunity and not having the funding to right, be able to right. bust the move or having to do something, some life altering thing, and you can't afford it. That's what I got. Me and Jules was just having this conversation. I was coming up here. He was talking about niggas that like go to jail and like just are unprepared for everything. Everything. And it'd be like, yo, if you're grinding and trapping and doing all this X, Y, and Z, why do you get locked up and your bail is $1,500 and your BM is calling around? Yeah. And it'd be like, if you don't have $1,500 in the tuck, you probably shouldn't even be doing this. Yeah. Like, if I get locked up tomorrow and my bail is $1,500, i will be out before the... Yeah. Like, can I give it to you now? I have it now. I have <laughs> it on my me. pocket. I have it. Give me the pants back. <laughs> it's in there. Like, yeah, but that, that's the reality. Yeah. Motherfuckers go to jail, they call and, yo, you put something on this, you put... Something. And it'd be like, no one's prepared for like any fucking thing no. and it the shit is just it's 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 astounding at times because it's like you don't you're doing x y and z like jay said chains is cool to cop yeah more important is lawyer fees and like 50 cent had a real good job i forgot what documentary he was on but he was like when you talk about getting money in the streets and 50 was like let's let's all this bullshit aside i was getting money in the streets i was really getting right. real money in the streets 
you get money in the streets, but then when you haul off and got to do a three to nine, right, and you go up to fucking Greenhaven or somewhere the fuck else, it's like now you're in the work of 18 cents an hour. And it's like you factor in the time spent doing that shit with what you was doing in the streets to be like, yo, I probably just could have worked at McDonald's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just running off when you're not paying you <laughs> shit like that. Like, you could have worked at McDonald's. Right. And it, it just... it. It's it's just nonsense all around, and it, it creates like a almost like a chasm, especially in our yeah. community, because you got people who are 45, 50 years old that just be having nothing, yeah, like nothing in their name, yeah. nothing. And this is the re- like we were talking about, motherfuckers get locked up. I watched with my old head shiz. He got locked up. Bell was two hundred fifty. Put the house up. Yeah. He home on house arrest. All right. Fighting it from the house. Yeah. And it'd be like, yeah, motherfuckers get locked up though on the flip side and they bill be a stack and they in county for nine months. Yeah, I was in I was in the I was in fucking uh in the pond box one night, fifty fifth and pond, little little situation. I'm in the pond box one night. I'm I know I'm getting out. Dog. These niggas Dog. on this on this tier, they might not they be. They waiting out. for the bus. It was a motherfucker in there. He had a his bail number, his actual bail number, because he had already went on the box in front of the judge, was five hundred and twenty-three dollars. He was Calling, so I'm like, bro, how many phone calls do you get in this bitch? Yeah. Like, this motherfucker called so many people yeah. about five hundred and twenty-three yes. dollars. Yes. You do not need to be committing no crime. no crimes, none, never, none, never. But you'd be surprised. My home, one homie was in the county. He was like, his bail, he had got his bail revoked because he had another situation. Oh, he had a detainer out the county. Yeah. So they had revoked his bail, but then the whole situation that got eradicated, and then they was like, okay, yeah, your bail, do 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 ten percent is gonna be two thousand. He said he had got cool with the motherfuckers he was in the cell with. The one motherfucker bail was six hundred. Other motherfucker bail was nine. He told his girl, pay all, pay all these shit. niggas, get these <laughs> get niggas these out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they was all, thank you, man, thank you, man. I appreciate you, man, so much. You got a friend for life, man. I don't need you. I don't even want to see you again. <laughs> I just want life. your stupid ass out this cell. You here telling these war stories and all this nonsense, <laughs> right? The, the 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 one time I'm in the pond by this one nigga in there, he he talking all gangster shit. Like, and meanwhile, the person in the cell with me, like, yeah. I don't even know why he talking. They yeah. taking him the greatest for yeah. tonight. Like he not even going to CFCF. This nigga got a body a body uh warrant on him. He like he going the greatest for tonight. Them fucking marshals came to take him to the sheriff's came to take him the greatest for. He was like, "Where y'all take?" Limba chicken chowmin, Mcheta aka Big Wara. Yo, it's Big Fred aka Daddy Tuzoadi podcast. Kiki Tsubafetu and we are the Sobering Podcast. Tune in to us every second Wednesday for fire conversations and interviews about South African music, sneakers, and street culture. Check us out on the Revolt Podcast Network. Shout out to our moms. Can be he all the gangster shit went out the window. <laughs> he talking cash shit. Yo, if y'all niggas say one more thing, I'm knocking everybody out. Like, nigga, you nine cells down. You're not knocking anybody out. Like, I'm controlling shit. It down was here. the nigga, yo, I got locked up. Oh, they took me to 21st of Hamilton to the jaw on the ground. Yeah. It was the nigga in there talking ridiculous one night. Same type joint. It was like, yo, you know it's walls and bars. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fuck everybody up. Yeah. <laughs> then the one nigga. He was like, man, it's some bullshit, man. Y'all picked up the wrong nigga, man. I'm innocent. Da-da-da-da. I'm about to kill myself. And the chick came down, the, the little turnkey chick. Yeah. She was like, yo, stop. Like, you say that shit, nigga. We got to strip you naked. Like, we got to take all your... Because you, you can't, like, be on the... I'm going <laughs> to kill myself, Joan, because it's not, you yeah. know, like... They take everything. You know, they already take your strings and all that uh-huh. bullshit, but they take your your clothes because it's like you can't have your pants. Nigga, you, you can kill yourself with yeah. that shit. 
He said that shit again, man. They came, took all his shit. He was butt ass naked and something. It was freezing down the motherfucker. He said, "All right, man, all right, it's cold. Get <laughs> I'm my- not gonna kill myself. I chained him up. That night was silly as shit. And the uh, the motherfucker who I was in the cell with, like you know, you start talking and shit. So what's up? What's up? What's up? He was like, "You had any priors for this?" I'm like, "No." He was like, first young, not violent. You gonna get ROR." And I'm like, you think? He was like, I'm positive. You're getting RR. You know, jailhouse lawyer yeah. shit. So when I go see the judge, you know, the phone, I'll get right on the phone. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to get RR. He's like, said shut up right now. Don't speak again. I'm like, all right, check on that. <laughs> check. <laughs> Almost fucked up RR. <laughs> to this idiot. But they definitely RR me. It was fucking hilarious. I, I got right on the phone, like, yeah, I don't even got a bill. I'm going to get RR. She was like, you speak again, you're getting a bill. I'm like, yeah. She was like, you good? Because you knew not to speak again. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I ain't yeah, they, about to. Listen, they lost all my shit. Your jail Yo, sucks, man. You, jail sleep, you sleeping on a uh, a central air unit. My dog. <laughs> I had, that fucking bed is metal. My <laughs> pillow was a toilet tissue. My pillow was, I didn't have, we didn't have toilet tissue. My pillow was a cheese sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to eat this cheese sandwich. I'm going to use this show for a pillow. No. <laughs> Straight no. up. That shit was fucked up. Dog. What was it was like when you woke up on it? Boy. You remember? It was it was a it was a it was indented. It was like broken apart. It was like indented in the middle. I use the toilet roll, toilet tissue. And the thing is, is like the police is so full of shit, but you know they doing their job. So I'm like, uh, they was like, oh yeah, man, you know it's your first offense, whatever. You gonna get right out? Probably like four or five hours. But I said it was sixteen hours. I'm like, yo, man, the cop told me I was getting out four hours. They're like, yeah, well, you got to go in front of the judge. Ain't no judges working right now. The crazy part is what, this shit happened on a Saturday. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, man. Oh, see, you, now they got, they got Saturday court. And Sunday I saw court the, and the judge early Sunday morning. Yeah. And they was like, yeah, whoop, whoop, you out. Mm-hmm. Open the door. I didn't even go back to the cell. She's like, you got all your stuff? I'm like, what am I supposed to go get the toilet paper? <laughs> what the fuck? Else? They lost my shit. I was pissed. I had on... Uh, I had like a nice belt. They lost that shit. They lost. I was like, "Yo, how y'all lose my shoestrings, man? Come on, I had on like some black Harachis. Yeah. That's how you know this is a long oh, yeah. time." You had ago. on Harachis. You was a criminal. <laughs> you lucky you ain't get convicted. Black Harachis with no laces. I'm walking around fifty years apart. Fucking Harachis with a fucking Lido Lido Shepherd jersey. Like, yeah, this nigga's guilty. Yeah. The um. Yeah, jail stinks, man. Don't go to jail. No, not at all. I remember the, uh one nigga when I was. In the joint, he came in. And he had on a Sean Taylor jersey. I was like, you know, he mean business. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that shit is real. But enough of that poverty-driven <laughs> shit. Uh, what's actually on the rundown? Uh, what do you got up here? What do you got up here? Carmax. Oh, I'm off Instagram. Uh, do you, you like Instagram? No. Yeah. So I'm not no. tripping. Somebody on the Patreon, I did AMAs yesterday. Somebody on the Patreon asked me, and they said, hey, if you could put three, if you could put something in the Hitler oven, if you could fire it up one more time. Let me go look at And that. throw something in the Hitler oven, what would it be? And um, I gave her three things, and I'm going to read them here live on air because it was actually a very, very good question. Um, and the AMAs was rolling. It was going crazy last night. So I said my. We number, have to figure out a way that we can both log in at the same time. We, we can't, can't. No. Oh shit. We can't both log in at the same time. That stinks. It's ridiculous. Uh. All right. So I said. Uh, all right. So hey, Chad, if you could fire. This is Niche. N e y s h. 
Shout out Denise. Thank you for, for supporting the movement. Hey, Chad, if you could fire up the Hitler oven one last time, who, what is going in? Example, celebs, music trends, etc. I said my number one pick is Instagram. IG has ruined the way people date, communicate, exp- and, and express themselves. IG got to go. Next, them big-ass fila destructors, since people don't want to let them go. And- Talking about the, 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 the ibuprofen 800s? <laughs> yeah, ibuprofen yeah. 800s. Yeah, they got to go. People, people are still wearing them, Jones. They will not let them go. Yeah, they're a horrible shoe. Uh, I said, uh, after that, cancel culture for sure. It backfires severely. We've overcorrected shout out Ra for our past mistakes in a far more radical way than intended because the people in charge of these cancellation groups didn't want justice or equality they wanted blood yeah Instagram is just I have a love hate relationship with it you know what I'm saying because I've met people but at the same time like not a lot of y'all are nice. Yeah, it's like, like it's the quantum realm. Like it's its own separate thing of like it's, its own slice of life that's like it has nothing to do with like real. Li- like I, like for all the people I've met from Instagram, shit, I've met like six nice people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> six hundred, but only six of them. Six hundred thousand, quali- yeah, and like are only quality people. And, and it's just like the success rate ain't there. The the lion, the lion is just Yo, the, absurd. I've seen people do shit like this. I, I watched this girl. This was maybe like a day before I deleted my junk. I watched this girl. She, she one of them bitches just kind of all over the place to begin with. Um, you ever see ch- people make posts like, my phone going on, do not disturb. I'm sick of everybody. Yeah. And it'd be like, so your phone that the people you actually talk to and have your cell phone number won't be able to get through. Yeah. But you're telling these strangers who just hard eye your big ass. <laughs> hit me on here. Hit me on the ground. <laughs> like I'm on the ground. Like <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I watch women say shit like men are annoying, right? Men, I'm sick of men. Men are men are ridiculous in the DM. All oh, they just be doing too much. But then you be butt ass naked yeah. in every picture. But apparently, you know, the new standard. I don't care if I'm butt ass naked. They're not allowed to say nothing. And it's like, no. It doesn't work <laughs> it like doesn't that. It doesn't work like that. That goes against everything that life has taught us. Like when I post point. a picture of food, you know what people say? Well, where you get that? Yeah. Where that's at? Damn, that shit look good. Damn, that look good. Where you get that? <laughs> that's the way the world yeah. works. So when you post your ass crack, <laughs> somebody who like ass cracks is going to be like, like, damn, that look good. Where you get that? He's like, yo, I was, uh, <laughs> I was watching this jail documentary and they no. said that tossing a salad was having uh, no. your ass eaten with syrup or jelly. Do you prefer, which one do no, you prefer? Like, of course, niggas is yeah, acting like course. perks. Yeah, like like the Instagram is is just it'd y'all be, lucky y'all have a DM. These are first world problems. Y'all lucky y'all have a DM because niggas used to have to go hog wild on your posts. Yeah, yeah. Damn, look at them titties. Yeah. I know some good some good almond milk come out of them jaws. Yeah. Like niggas was wilding right on the post. On the post. Your grandma's seeing this shit. Like, damn, who the, who's this horny sneaker? Thank God for DM. You could just ignore it. Yeah. But that's the thing. People don't want to ignore nothing. Anything that comes into the, their sphere of operation that they don't don't want to deal with is like, oh, this is too much. And my was like, yo, just don't deal with it. A nigga called me on Instagram yesterday. You know what I did? Ignored it. He about yeah. to get blocked. It's like, fuck you, go call me on Instagram. Then when I didn't answer, he DM'd me and sent me his number. Yo, bro, hit me. And it's like, I'm never hitting you off of it. I'm never zone. hitting you. We not we <laughs> we not linking. <laughs> I've never hitting you. I don't even know what you I don't even know what you want. Like my whole thing be state your business. Like, what the fuck do you want? Like, the people that I deal with every day that I make money with, I don't want to talk to them unless absolutely necessary. I don't want to oh, talk okay. to nobody. I'm looking at a, a one of the questions. Brad Mitchell said, if y'all was the 
go to a three-person male or female rotation, who would it be? And I I just read that so I, creepy. I said never happen. He's talking about the show. Get a show. I'm thinking like, you know, your your lineup. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like, Brad is a freak. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, that, that'll never happen. Like, the chemistry that we have and that we've established is undeniable. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can only take other people in small doses in terms of, like, a co-host. Like, now, one person that I would consider is Tom. I fuck with Tom. And our episode with Tom, Tom was Tom is really, really. Tom is I, one of us. I like Tom a lot. Yeah, Tom is one of us, man. I told you we got him come up once a month to explain Fab's outfit. <laughs> like, that that should be a real segment. Yeah, we gotta, once we get the green screen yeah. up, Fab, Fab <laughs> Explain the leather boxing trunks. <laughs> like, explain that. Like, yeah, no, nah, I fucks with Tom a lot. The, um, I'd like to have a woman who we could bring up, like, um... To be our like Dr. Sinji or yeah. or um how CNN yeah, runs I'm, to I'm down for recurring guests, but as far as like a permanent third mic, no, hell no. Hell no. But I, I wouldn't mind being able to every now and then have a, a woman come up who can really, really um what's the word I'm looking for? Articulate Articulate the woman's point of view on different situations. Yeah. On you know, cause cause at the end of the day we're men, we're we're both, you know, the same as far as like our moral compass and like our beliefs and ideals so it's like i wouldn't mind being able to have that every now and then where it's like you know but you know just a lot of the women we've had up here just kind of you know oh yeah oh yeah yeah. by far our best uh you know woman guest is uh you know state rep morgan cephas morgan cephas she's phenomenal yeah Um, even her calling show was uh was good yeah so it's like so you know uh, state rep- but Morgan talks Morgan, Morgan talks that's the thing Morgan talks she for has, a she living has a perspective she has an opinion she like you don't just you don't just vote for Morgan because she look nice right you know what I'm saying like you she actually gets up there and talks to people talks to children talks to this and the third yeah now she does look nice yeah. but that's you know you know she caught me I told you you always catching me <laughs> off guard and shit <laughs> <laughs> At the gym, and I, it made me think to the. Remember we had the voter registration show. Yeah. I didn't. I, I never even told this, but remember I came late. Yeah. Remember you was out there with Carl and Dan and Kurt. And yeah, all of I don't know where that footage is, Dan. But <laughs> I, I came late, and I remember as I was walking up, I saw all of like y'all, and she was standing there with Brad Diddy, but it, her back was to me. So you know, look, Morgan's, you know, it's a thick black woman, and I and I was stout. walking. Yeah, she's stout. <laughs> <laughs> I walked up. I was like, uh, damn, who is that? She turns. Oh, <laughs> Good afternoon, Miss Evans. <laughs> Lovely weather. Well, <laughs> it fucked me up. I was like, oh, that's Morgan. All right. <laughs> but yeah, it's like she talked. She a talker. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, like if you can talk, you know. Yeah, you're going to be all right. So, I mean, a lot of times what we found is that historically speaking, when we bring, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to say female because apparently female is bad, but when you bring female, uh, guests of the other sex up here you know they either are intimidated or just aren't able to hang with like me and matt because we're talkers like this is what we do um so these are some good questions we had in this ama oh man the amas was on fire what's the grail sneak for you both i said the jordan fragment one i like that shoe a lot um and then the, and they, uh, the they, black and blue ones? black and blue one. the jewels actually has them shits I, I i hate ones i love ones. so it's like i i almost bought the travis scott ones but i was just like what am i gonna they're just yeah. gonna look nice i, I most on, recently got the travis scott one i got both the high tops? I, got the, I got the highs i was gonna get the lows. highs but i'm just like I, i'm never gonna wear them <laughs> yeah so that was they're gonna look group. like boxing boots <laughs> oh my i'm just never gonna put them. Like yeah like i'm not Brown putting skis. them i'm not putting them on so that was my grail sneak what's yours 
One shoe? One shoe. If I had the money in a 15, the Wahlburger 4. Fire. I, that, that green is just, it just screams and just. I knew you was going to say a four. I just didn't know which one. I didn't know if it was going to be the undefeated four or the. I mean, my, my, everybody knows me. The only Jordans I really like are the fours, the sixes, yeah. and the 11s. When it comes to the 11s, there isn't really like a crazy. The 11s are great, but there isn't like a crazy 11 out in the world that's yeah. like a crazy colorway or a player sample or something. The sixes, <clears throat> I pretty much got all of them that are like, you know, yeah. super high. The only ones I don't got that I probably want are. The new Travis Scott ones, the brown ones, the they, Oregon sixes, the or but you figure they're releasing the the Oregon sixes without the O and the duck. Yeah. So it's like that once them drop the Oregon sixes, like they did with the fives, they kind of uh -huh. go in the toilet. Um, the DB sixes, they re-released them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. So it's for me, like when I look at the fours, the colorways, when you got the undefeateds, the Dornbeckers, the Wahlburger fours, you got the. Uh, what's another crazy four I'm thinking about? Uh, the blue Eminem Jones, Eminem, the Carhartt fours, yeah. the tour, the, the the Jones he gave the tour DJs, the mm -hmm. blue ones. Like, it's just so many fours, it's just out of this world. Yeah. So, yeah, the Wahlburger fours are probably it. <laughs> it's Danny Green on the autism spectrum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, the question was crazy. Oh, the other question was, what popular shoe is it that you absolutely hate and you would not buy no matter what? Any Jordan one. I said the Sean Witherspoon Air Max 97. Oh, you're high. I hate I'd Jones. fight you over that. I hate them. Them Jones is all that. Them Jones is all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. Like, I haven't seen a dead stock. All the motherfuckers who's selling them are like you. It's like yeah. motherfuckers selling them used for $1,100. Yeah, motherfuckers wore them Jones the first day. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they got them. Oh, yeah, I got the Sean's on. But yeah, I, I absolutely hate that shoe. Uh, I think it's terrible. And it just the thought of like corduroy <laughs> on a shoe makes me like. So why did y'all protect the anonymity of those thieves <laughs> in the Patreon? That's funny as shit. Uh. It was a lot of good ass questions in this, John. Yeah, we it's shit. It's like sixty six yeah. total comments or whatever on there. I'm gonna blow my nose. You can keep going. Keep going right here. Uh, can we get a top five rap verses of all time? That's difficult as shit. Chad said from a distance he knows what number one is. What is yeah, that? Uh, big, a biggie on uh victory. I wouldn't put that on there. On the top five. <sighs> That's my number one. When I heard that shit, I stopped the tape 10 times. I personally think, I understand that the consensus is that Victory was Biggie's best verse he's written. I think Biggie's first verse on One More Chance was, it was just. Oh, it was. It, it was, yeah, it was they did, everything in that verse from, you know, first things first, I pop a freaks all the honeys, the dummies, the playboy bunnies, those wanting money. I just think it was. Those the ones I like, the... they don't get Nathan, but penetration. Ah, beautiful. Unless it smells like sanitation. Gall bulge, I turn like door knob. I always talk about that. Then it, the fat, black, and ugly as ever. However, like it just was so many Jones in that verse that hit. Uh, DMX's last verse on Get At Me, Dog. Crazy. You don't even got to <laughs> spring up, speak on that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Little Wayne's verse on Swag Surfing. He turned it into a song. Yeah. Um Little Wayne's uh rolling freestyle. I don't think it's better <clears> than Swag Surfing. It's up there. That that John when he said the um uh what was the John? Um 
Red bone do me good than a friend or sister. I meet a bitch, I probably fucked her best friend and sister. I leave that pussy Microsoft like Windows Vista. <laughs> Young Tucci pop that coochie for a goon hoe. Put a bullet in your memory if you act like you don't know. Like, dog, Wayne <laughs> ran that swag surfing shit. That was a good time. Yeah. Very good time. My favorite verse of mine is uh, Jay-Z, uh, Jigga what, Jigga who? Uh, she, I heard tears when she busted in. That's a shit. It's a draft. Shut the dope. But he was on. He was popping his shit on that. Draft. I think the third verse was great, but then Jazzo kind of like you know stepped in and cut it off. Like the flow Jay had on that third verse, you know. Uh, the man better left him in the cold with a thin sweater. Rap, rap niggas on Prozac get the Bozag. Nigga threw to at me. I threw full bag. Hold that. Let the dough stack. Way before Big had the gold act. Dame had the Lex Black. Like he was mm-hmm. fucking it up. Mm-hmm. But then Jazzo came and like clipped it. Um, Nas last verse on One Love. Cause they turned that into a scene on Belly. Yeah, that verse is nuts. Nas's last verse on Memory Lane too was out of this fucking world. Yeah, um, that's it's that's tough. It's too much shit. It's tough. That's 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 yeah, to a narrow hip hip hop down to five, five verses. verses is is difficult as shit. Damn. Now that I'm really thinking about it, it's like I'm just naming the five verses that I can think <laughs> right. of. Because then I'm like, well, no, Jay got this, and then Wayne got some other shit. Yeah. Shit, Jeezy got a couple of Scarface Jones. Scarface got some shit. T.I. got a verse. Cube got some shit. Snoop like. got a verse or two or eight. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Uh, Would y'all consider doing another relationship, John? Hell yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, people want to talk about credit. It's a lot of credit questions in I this I told you, this is a ton of credit shit, man. I'm going to talk to the guy who I started <clears> with <throat> and see if we can get him to do. Because me and Chad basically the other day were like, yo, if we do a credit episode, it's going to have to be like... Multiple. Got to do a series of credits. It's gonna have to be like a series, yeah. Like it would, it would like a mini series. Yeah. We might have to put on ties. Yeah. You know what I'm it's, saying? It's, it's the, the thing with credit is that the conversation is constantly evolving. What was once true about this bank or this lending institution, blah blah blah, is not always going to be true. So like right now, you have people that are like saying, "Oh, we're moving on from Navy Federal because other banks are giving higher credit limits and da da da." But shit, in the last week, I got a twenty thousand dollar Amex and my girl got a twenty five thousand dollar Amex by picking backing off of my credit and this is through navy federal so i'm just like we just got what happens to happen is you have to identify the product that they're pushing that's the one that they giving out the money right whatever they pushing like we got something she got a a a mailer that said oh apply now for the amex uh more rewards card blah 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 navy federal and i'm just like go to the navy federal to the don't go to the app go to the website Put in your information, see if you, what you pre-qualify for. She pre-qualified for every card that they had. So I'm like, let's apply for the one that they promoting. $25,000 credit limit. This is off of piggybacking her off of my shit. I got a 20K limit, a 23K limit on my uh more on my cash rewards card with Navy Federal. She's been on that joint for like six or seven months. She on my Capital One card that I had for like 10, 11 years and like one or two other cards or whatever. So just off of that. The only credit that she has in her name as far as revolving credit is a $300 credit one card that I cursed her ass out about because why the fuck do you have a $300 credit That's one like card? That's like the joint they, they give you. Anybody can get, like a homeless person can get that joint. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, if you don't understand credit, you're like, shit, nigga, I got $300. <laughs> right. got a free Tracy. You, you doing tricks with the car when you get ready to <laughs> Here's the thing, right? This is how, ah. how bad they got her, right? So, I see the nigga do that. Like, pull it out and flip yeah. it through his fingers before he So, that's how bad they got her, right? They charged her a $99 membership fee. Yeah. Bank is charged to your first bill. Boom. They charged her expedition f- uh, fee for rushing the car tour. That was $15. Uh, they charged her. Was it an annual fee? I think it was an annual fee. That forty nine. Forty. 
She got a she got a hundred and eighty dollars charged to the car before you even use the motherfucker. Right. So you just pay a buck eighty for three hundred in credit, and yeah. it's just like this is ass backwards. And I'm telling her, don't apply for nothing. Like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Like I got I got this credit shit. Like. Don't apply for shit. Just fucking just stay the path. She goes sneak apply for this credit card. She's like, yeah, I'm paying the balance, but it's not going down. I said, well, did you look at your statement? No, I never looked at it. I'm just reading, reading all, all the charges. She like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like you fucked up. Like, but I say that to say her only credit card she had in her name was a three hundred dollar uh, credit one card, and the first thing she applies for with Navy Federal twenty five thousand off the rip. So it's like if you go to the Shit that they promoting <laughs> you gonna they gonna fucking qualify you mm -hmm. know because Navy Federal I'm gonna explain this if you're not with Navy Federal you need to find a way to get with Navy Federal uh, you need to beg borrow steal whatever get the fuck in there most importantly if you work a job and you have any sort of consistent uh, pay schedule where you getting direct deposit or whatever put your Navy Federal put your uh, direct deposit with Navy Federal. Because that's going to boost what's called your banking score. Right. A lot of people don't understand is that the reason Navy Federal is able to give these crazy limits to people with limited credit history is because they go based off of what's called a combination of your credit score and your banking score and your work history. Mm -hmm. So you have a stable employment. You make a decent amount of money. You banking with us. We see in the direct deposit every week, every other week. And your credit is at least decent, meaning 620 or above, which is the federal limit in order to, to uh, federal floor in order to be able to buy a home. You qualify. How much you qualify for is a whole nother I think it story. might be lower than that now. Like going through FHA? My people are getting cribs in the fives. That shit crazy. Yeah, I think it's like <laughs> 580 or 570 now. That's nuts. I remember seeing Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. So as long as you meet these combination of criteria, you can be average at all of them. Mm -hmm. But when they add them up, somehow, some way, they get above average. Yeah. So like I remember when Dan first applied at Navy Federal, he had like a 620 no verifiable income. He got a $5,000 credit card off the rip. Yeah. In this case, she has a job, got a direct deposit, all of that shit. Everything is set up to run through you. Through uh, Navy Federal, and you already are attached to a member that has a twenty-three thousand card and a twenty k card. You will authorize user on. We're gonna give you a thirty a salary, or you make seventy-five k. We're gonna give you twenty-five k. So it's like that sort of shit, to where it's like the combination of factors that allowed these people to get these higher fucking limits. So if you're not with Navy Federal, you need to get with Navy Federal. There's another credit union out there, First Tech Federal Credit Union. I apply for them. I still haven't heard back. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. But uh, First Tech Federal Credit Union, they have two 50K cards and a 100K card mm -hmm. that people are, you know, trying to start to try to tap into, whatever, get with them. You can pay to be a member of, a, of like, one of three organizations and get a membership over there. I did that. I don't have no idea why I'm, I'm not fucking in the, in, in the loop yet, but I'm trying to be. Uh, Key Bank is another one. Key Bank is really good for lending in terms of um, personal lines of credit. On a on a business basis, you got your own business, you got a Dunn's number, registered business, all of that old shit. You can get up to 50K unsecured line of credit attached to a business account. Open the business account, put 5K in there, fucking give them your information. They're going to start sending you pre-qualifications based on 
you know, your business information and all of that. So if you got a Dunn's number, you got registered credit and all that, if you got A1 business credit, which is considered an 80 or above, an 80 experience score or above, mm -hmm. and an 80 paydex score or above, you qualify for up to $50,000 unsecured as far as a line of credit. On a personal side, they're the, one of the last banks doing personal lines of credit for people. Mm -hmm. So you got a good credit score or whatever, you can get 25000 So say if in a perfect world, I walk into Key Bank, I'm gonna put five thousand on my personal account, five thousand on my business account. That's ten grand, <clears throat> or forty five hundred, forty five hundred. If you're evading the feds, you got some shit going on. Right, forty five, forty five. I if I got a seven hundred plus credit score, I could potentially walk out of there with after putting nine grand in the bank, I could walk out of there with seventy five thousand yeah. in funding. Day one, even if you get forty or fifty combined, who gives a shit? It's forty or fifty thousand dollars in capital that you have access to that you didn't before, because Key Bank was one of the only lending institutions that was giving out bread through the pandemic, like mm. literally encouraging people. We have too much money. The craziest like, part is Marv told me about Key Bank like eight months ago, for sure, and was like ho Marv homie walked in the Key Bank. He had a check that was drawn on Key Bank. He had con electrical contractor. He was trying to cash the check. They like because he didn't want to. He didn't want the money to get held and all that. It was a holiday weekend coming up. All this old bullshit. So they was like. All right, well, you got the check. Like, we'll clear the check today if you open an account. And she's like, oh, well, you got your own business. He had his, like, work shirt on. It's like, oh, you own your own business? Like, let me put, let me see if you qualify for a line of credit. She starts putting the information in. She's like, how much you made last year? She's like, uh, 300000 is fine. Like, she just making, the lady in the key bank is making up the numbers like, for him. Like uh, Nate, when he was on her talking about the appraisal. Oh, your neighbor house looked good. <laughs> click, <laughs> click. <laughs> like, uh, 300000 sound about yeah. electrical contractor Philadelphia. Yeah, you was busy. 300000 sound about right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you was busy. <laughs> you was busy. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you qualify 50000 So now you walked in there to cash a check for twenty and left with an extra 50 like shit like that so it's like this is why having your having good credit is important and having your affairs in order when you have a business yeah. and having it registered most times people don't want to take the time to either pay someone or the time to learn to how to push the paper in order to get legitimate on right, paper right right and by skipping that step, you're doing yourself a disservice because it's a whole world of funding out there that you can unlock that you're not right. because you doing you have a janky paper trail to your business. Right. You can't even get a fucking PayPal account. <laughs> you don't even have an EIN number. You yeah, know what I mean? Like real shit. dumbass shit. So it's we, like, we gonna really get into the like I said, I'm gonna talk to him and because uh, it was a couple people who I tried to talk to, but they just you know like can't do credit and fucking you know. Uncut Miami You know what I'm saying It's just I don't, I don't know It's like You know Y'all be everywhere Except for where you're supposed to be at Which is working You know what yeah, I mean Yeah for like, sure So yeah we Especially go. now With it being summertime uh, Let's not got some topics Where we get done with this Um Kanye West birthday Yes That's No exactly. Fuck Kanye West <laughs> birthday We gonna come back to that Monique Oh with the uh With the bonnet shit Yes I <laughs> I want to. I'm very passionate about this subject. I'm. A, I'm almost afraid to speak on it because I know they, they. There's a. There's a whole bonnet rocking public that's going to get upset <laughs> with a, me. There's a bonnet. Uh, <laughs> bonnet uh, coalition. Yeah, coalition. <laughs> <laughs> Monique said, and she articulated it in a way, in a motherly, loving way. Monique basically said, "Hey, hello, my baby. Hello, my babies, my sisters, my loves." When did we fucking hate Monique? When did we 
Stop having pride in our personal appearance and how we look when we leave the house. I'm seeing y'all in the airport. I'm seeing y'all in the mall. I'm seeing y'all at the breakfast spot. I'm seeing y'all everywhere rocking these Chinese slippers and these goddamn bonnets. What is going on with the bonnets? Why can't y'all take an extra however many minutes to unwrap your hair, whatever the case may be, and take the damn bonnet off? It is sleep attire. Why are y'all wearing pajamas in a supermarket? Like, you look like a fucking fool. That's that's my words, not her. You mm. look like a fucking fool. And it's just like... The other night, me, you, and Ra were having a great conversation about, like, you know, society trying to correct for the toxic masculinity and all the fucked up shit men did. Mm -hmm. Men did a bunch of bullshit. Mm -hmm. you got men like Steven Tyler, fucking Bill Cosby, mm -hmm. Elvis Men were deplorable. Who is Steven Tyler? From Aerosmith. He did something? He adopted a 12-year-old girl and then married her at 15. I thought that was... Uh, what? <laughs> I didn't know that at all. No, I think that's... Uh, is it Steven Tyler? You sure? I'm pretty sure. I know the, the director did it with the glasses. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Him too. Oh, okay. I know he did it. <laughs> yeah, him too. I remember Paul Mooney was like, uh, most people grow vegetables. He was growing pussy. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the crowd got all amazed. Oh, ooh, me. <laughs> like, yeah, I ain't know that about Steven Tyler, though. Yeah, Steven Tyler got like a super young, another super young girl now. Adopted a 16-year-old groupie, Julia Holcomb. They dated for three years while he was her guardian. That's creepy. Now, I never knew that. I, I, and yeah, somehow you, legal. <laughs> <laughs> so it just flew. Woody, Woody Allen and his wife adopted the girl. Then when the girl got 18, he left the wife and, and married, married the girl. The girl. Yeah. So it's like men were deplorable. Yeah. But the problem is society has overcorrected, shout out Ryan, has overcorrected for the past sins of male-dominated society of patriarchy. And it's put us in a position where now women do not want and are not susceptible to any form of criticism from anybody, mm -hmm. especially men, though. So when men make a comment about the... Uh, appearance or whatever of women, even if it's in a corrective criticism manner, it's automatically dismissed like, fuck out of here, nobody trying to hear that shit. Stay out of women's business and that new shit that they've come up with. Stay out of women's business and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, there was a standard of personal appearance that our grandmothers and great-grandmothers and all of that gave us. And I know, because I'm black and you know because you black, Go outside, boy, brush your motherfucking hair. Mm -hmm. Take that do-rag off. You look fucking ridiculous. Girl, you better not go out there with your hair. <laughs> Unwrap your fucking hair. Like, I remember years ago, I shit. was at my grandpa's crib. This is a... Oh, I remember I was, I was dating the chick Shane at the time. This was 07. And I remember I was there, and I had on, like... I think I had on, like, a wife beater, ball shorts, and, like, flip-flops or whatever. And he was like, what are you getting ready to do? I was like, I'm about to go to my girl crib. And he was like, like that? And I was like... What do you mean? He was like, you don't want to put on a shirt, maybe iron some pants. <laughs> I was like, for what? You don't got a fedora in the car? Right. Where's your future hat? <laughs> so it's like. But my grandfather was a real life future hat nigga before yeah. future. Like he when he passed, I got all his fedoras and shit. Yeah. Like I got them now. And 
My grandpa did not go out the house without a button-up shirt, yeah. shirt tucked in, slacks on, his hat. Like, that shit was real for them back yeah. in the day. You know what I mean? They used to play basketball in fucking button-up <laughs> shirts. Hard bottoms. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Listen, suspenders on. We was in the barber shop one day on 65th and uh, uh, Woodland. Was that what? Yeah, right next to 12th, the 12th district or whatever. Um, I'm in there, Haas Cut me, whatever. It's packed too, barbershop packed. And they had the Warriors on. You ever see the Warriors? We used to watch the Warriors every Saturday at K Rock Crib. But anyway, they had the Warriors on. And it was an old head. Les was cutting his real, like, cool, you know, them cool old heads. Mm-hmm. He, his legs is crossed while he in the barber chair. Like, he one of them cool ass old heads. And. The Warriors was on. So, you know, Warriors is a classic movie. Yeah. Anybody's ever seen it, you know. Warrior, Warrior, that's yeah. the joint you watch it every time it comes on. Warriors is the shit. So, if anybody's never seen Warriors, it's from the 70s. It's gangs. It's all yeah. gangs in New York was chasing the Warriors around New York City and shit. And Coney Island. And the young boy came in there and he seen it. And he, like, didn't know what it was. And he was like, yo, fuck is y'all watching? And they was like, what, young boy? It's the fucking Warriors, man. This shit classic. Da, da, da. So, he was like, man. What? So, he watching it, whatever. Sit down. He like... Yo, what is this drawing from like the 60s? And the old head in the chair turned around and was like, nah, young brother, this is the 70s. They got afros and leather vests. If it was the 60s, them niggas would have on suits and slick backs. <laughs> fuck out. Suits and slick backs. Cause old niggas definitely <laughs> wear a suit just be running all over, all over the city. Like, dog, old heads really was suited and booted For all sure. the fucking time, yo. They didn't play that shit. Ever, even the old heads I work with, like the super old heads, they wear like, this is one old head we got. He, we always be like, oh, he about to perform because he wear the vest with the buckle in the back. <laughs> he don't fuck like up. choir director. Yeah. Like he don't put on no bullshit ass sweater vest. <laughs> nah, nigga, he got a real vest. vest yeah, like vest vest. And he always got pointy toe shoes on. And they shined His up every dog. time. He, he, he be us. He be like, yo, yo, what, 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 what you got on? What, what are those? <laughs> Sneakers, I, I, I don't understand you, young brothers. He he be in there doing that with his. <laughs> he don't fuck around like them old heads don't play, dog. Yeah, they don't play. Yeah, man. but we definitely have reached a point where it's a tad bit ridiculous. It's now it's, it's jumped the shark. I know Monique can get on everybody's nerves. I know that she get on my nerves. You She's know what I'm saying? Got on my nerves a time or ten, a, a, a time or a hundred. Yes, <laughs> Monique is the aunt that say shit that like. You don't need like that. Don't need to be said. You yes. know what I'm saying? How much weight you gonna gain, baby? You're like shut the fuck up. Like that's Monique. Well, I get it, but she wasn't wrong in this. He wasn't wrong. Y'all really have taken the bonnet scarf culture to like the next level. Yeah. And I know because, like I said, Lee was a flight attendant, so it kind of cur- cur- like curved my view on what it is to flying. When I yeah. realized like flying is a real life privilege yes like it's it's it can be taken away from absolutely you. like when you, you can go on a no fly you you, you and you could get hit with the stick like <laughs> get it fucked up we could hit you with the stick and ban you from this motherfucker yeah. and i i realized like even when you go on somebody's buddy pass you know you're like going on their yeah, name you're a representative of them right you're an employee of the company and true true story you know there are certain situations where you can't even get in the first class you have to look a certain way like there's supposed to be a dress code yeah. to fly first class so and granted you know like we always talk about dress codes have become more and more laxed over time just because you know that's earth that's yeah, and, culture and who's going to enforce the shit right you know what i'm saying you paid your 1400 you know yeah, boy, like, sit man, down. i make forty-eight thousand a year traveling to friendly skies i'm not telling this fucking brolic ass nigga yeah, with this long beard that yeah, he, he, you, that you see what i'm saying but it, it has gotten a, a a ridiculous because 
and I, I can't even pinpoint one thing as to why it's like this. But I say it all the time with like the bus. It'd be like, yo, why are you like outside in pajamas? Like motherfuckers drop their kids off at of school, pajamas, bonnet, scarf, longest shit. And the, it's like that's an indication of, and not to control, I apologize. That's an indication of you ain't got shit going on. Yeah. If you got on pajamas at eight in the morning, I know you ain't going to work after this. Yeah. Like you go back to sleep. There's no way you're doing this because you're a diehard Eagles fan. <laughs> like, <laughs> like why do you have Eagles? You pajamas? have nothing going on. Like, yeah. And you don't probably don't have any clothes. Yeah. You have three outfits and you Dog, have to preserve them. I came jokes. out the depot one day. The 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 chick was on the corner, like her son, or her daughter was getting on the, the the sixty or whatever. She in pajamas, bonnet, smoking weed. I'm talking about banging the L. Like you First could thing in the morning, I, like putting the, like <laughs> wi- like with them, putting them on the bus to go to school. And I'm just, and she just. Like the way Bernie Mac was smoking on Bad Santa. <laughs> like she hitting the L. And I'm like not even hiding it. And I was just like, that is just nuts. Bank, nigga. <laughs> About to get rid of their asses. <laughs> Call my nigga. Come over here. Call my nigga with the Mercury Cougar. Yeah. Come over here. Drop some good dick. <laughs> Be fried already. Yeah. He going to bring some, some white henny from the Bahamas. No, nigga got a sunfire. <laughs> he about to pull up. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, we have gotten to a point where it's like it's overkill because even that, yeah, you drawing coming, you drawing coming out the crib like that. Facts. Just from whatever you drawing coming out the house, you should always look somewhat presentable. My mom was big on that shit back in the day. Brush your hair, you know. That's why I, like people always joke, but I keep a comb with me just because yeah. I don't want my beard to get too crazy. It's like I yeah. keep a comb with me, just you know, I'm gonna comb my fucking beard or. At my job, they always make jokes like the lotion shit. And be like, yo, you love lotion. And like, Lee the other day was like, what are you, you chewing the lotion? And it'd be like, I take three showers a day <laughs> and I put lotion on. Like, I, I I have to be lotioned. I can't be ashy. My beard yeah. has to be going. And that's just, I don't know if it's my mom. You look like you're picking any comb your fucking hair, brush your hair, whatever. And we've gotten to the point now in society where it's just like, yo, people have no... No problem nope. with coming outside. Looking like and, complete garbage. And it's just, I get it. You headed to the gym or you going to do this or whatever. I'm not talking about just in the generalization of things. But when you get to where you're flying somewhere, I'm not saying you got to be suited and booted in tuxedo. But for me, I have a very, very uh, strict flying regimen of clothes. I always wear uh, a jogger and a hoodie set that match normally like a Nike tech set or an yeah. Adidas set. I wear shoes that can slide on and off my feet. I make sure my socks is brand new because sure. I gotta take my <laughs> shoes off. I ain't wearing the questionable Jones. And I wear a hat, you know, whatever, whatever. And I look cool. I'm not about to come in here with a fucking do rag on. I'm not about to come in here with pants hanging off my ass. Oh, I'm not gosh. like my I, like that pants hanging off the ass shit for niggas. I the one nigga got on the bus the other day and I'm like, bro. We can see your thighs. <laughs> like his pants was hanging off his ass so much that you could see skin it was under like his. Well, uh, don't be a menace. Yeah, like, like sagging. You his you face. could see the like his thigh skin under his boxer briefs. Like the pants was sagging so much. I'm like, yo, nigga, you not chilly? <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga, advertising. Like, oh. Take that ass. You playing a lot of games in these streets. It, it just that, that like. Nigga, and the, you know the craziest part about this pants sagging shit for these young niggas now is the jeans are tight and they have a belt on. So I don't understand. How are you saying? How is this happening? This is an optical illusion. <laughs> like what the fuck? And they are twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> little you, ass you, tight you, jeans. You perked out of your mind. They are size twenty eight. Dog. And yeah, we we definitely got into the point, men and women, where it's just we we be looking crazy. And I saw I saw a video the other day of a graduation. 
Motherfuckers had wife beaters on in the like crowd shit, at the graduation. Yeah, you can't, you, like, no. Why no. Why are you here? With, you can't come in. You can't. I, I wouldn't advise you to wear a Versace tank top <laughs> to a graduation, <laughs> exactly. let alone like a Hanes yeah, A shirt. No sleeves, no graduation. Yeah. Friend. Yeah. I ain't graduating, no. Nigga, well, you're out of here. You ain't seeing the graduation either. Yeah. And my whole thing is, like you said, it goes for both sexes like i'm i don't re, i don't respect anybody's right to look like garbage out in the street did you see there was a situation where the uh the kid graduated and they told the kids no sneakers they couldn't wear sneakers okay. they wanted them to wear shoes and the kid showed up and he he had on sneakers so the teacher swapped like dress shoes with him yeah. and people's all in the comments like oh that was so nice of the teacher and that school is terrible because it's like you don't know what he's going through whatever whatever then come to find out they were versace sneakers and it was just <laughs> like yeah they were just completely circumventing the rules like yeah. and it was like no nah, like they got money and can yeah. afford people shoes people want to just do whatever the fuck and they want to do somebody the other day i think it was mitch was like yo when we was kids the biggest joke was like peewee herman suit and now that's how all y'all kids look going to prom and graduate and i'm like yo real shit yeah. it's a little suit coat Little pants and a little and, bow tie and a little bow tie <laughs> and sneakers and it's just like this is really how y'all look. Yeah. That like that sneaker with suit shit, I will never understand. I don't know if that's just me being an old head. I don't know. I don't understand the shit. I don't. Put on shoes with a suit. It's not difficult. They got nice shoes. They got shoes you can tie up. You 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 and don't. Here's the thing. In that situation with the graduation, it's like yo, you could go to Zara and get a great pair of shoes for fifty to eighty bucks. Yeah. It's not like nobody's not like everybody wants to make it like somebody's trying to like oppress them or something by giving them guidelines and rules. And it's like, no, you need you niggas need structure mm -hmm. like humans in general need structure. We would just go hog wild. No, but like I'm saying to where like the thing is like putting on a suit with McQueen's. Oh, it's yeah. like it's the trash. McQueen's are five hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. You can get five pair of Stacey Adams. <laughs> what am I saying? I got them Stacey Adams is on. <laughs> like you could get, get thirty pair of hush puppies. <laughs> you can put on a decent shoe. Yeah. You don't have to put on a fucking uh, a glorified Stan Smith yeah. with a suit. A you elevated look, Stan Smith. You use an orthopedic Stan Smith. <laughs> you look crazy. You know, like, and that's just me. I just the 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 suit with sneakers thing because motherfuckers. It's not like. A you know how there are shoe boots or like a sneaker shoe or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, motherfuckers will put on a suit and then put on like forces. And it's like, how did we get here? Like, why do you have on Air Force Ones with a suit, bro? Like, you ever watch when they do that Philly party? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the, the shit the at the Philly party. Is that, yeah, the shit when they do yeah, it at, party. The, at the Crystal T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them suit shoe combinations, you'll be like, huh, yo? Man, I seen that one year the nigga had on a Pac Man suit. The suit had Pac-Man. It was like he put the put the material and got the suit made and had Pac-Man. And of course he had sneakers on. Yeah, I, if, whatever you want to do with your suit. But it's like, why do you like? Why do you have that? You know, another one that be tripping me out since we on the topic, the sneaker galas or the sneaker balls. I like. I hate to be that guy, man. But it's like. Why y'all sneaks be so corny at these shows? <laughs> <Yo, girl, bullshit. laughs> those Vans? Fuck! <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Are those fifty four eleven? Listen, if I get invited to a sneaker gala, right? I'm coming with some. Yeah. Like I'm liable to break out the blue don the blue just dons. I'm liable to pull out Dornbecker fives. Like it, it's it's gonna be like emphasis on the sneaker yeah. being some some wild shit. 
I, I, I saw people at a sneaker gallery recently with like Chuck Taylors on forces, and it's just like this is just this is just pointless. Yeah, you wear these every day. These are your everyday shoes. LeBron's. It's like, why, why do you have these on? It, it just, yeah, man. I mean, people just in general, just, I don't know. We've just become a laxed, casual society. People don't want to get dressed up for nothing. And it's to the point where people are fighting for their right to look like garbage in public. And it's like, yo, you can do that, but people are going to talk shit about you. And it's like, y'all don't want, y'all don't want to get dressed. Y'all don't want to look like something. Y'all also don't want people to talk shit about you neither because you look like a mess. Right. And the thing is, Coach Greg Adams, um, said they took shame out of the equation. Yeah, you can't shame nobody for nothing, or you're the problem. Right. As opposed to just I'm just calling it how I see it. So with shame being removed from the equation, you create this society where motherfuckers is just doing whatever. And I'm here to tell you, y'all look fucking ridiculous. You look stupid. It's nothing a, a, attractive about a woman walking around in red and terminal with a fucking bonnet on and pajamas. You look like an asshole. I was in, where the fuck was I at the other day? I was picking food up and two girls came in and it was it was nighttime, like nine at night. They both had pajamas on. One of them had the long, like thermal pajamas, the onesie John with the button up titties hanging out. And then the other one had on a romper pajamas. And I'm just like, what's wrong with y'all? Mm -hmm. Both of them in, match, in mismatched pajamas. And I'm just like, this is stupid. Yeah, you try to bust them down 29th Street, you'll see some pajamas, you'll see some bonnets, middle of the day, and it just be like, I don't understand. Like, there's so many retailers that sell good quality, inexpensive clothes. There's no reason for you to be outside with pajamas on. Never a time. No. Fucking Zara, Sheen, uh, fucking uh, AliExpress. Like, you can get clothes. <laughs> That look, they ain't gotta be. I ain't saying you gotta be designer head to toe. I'm just saying something nice, good lines, respectable clothes. Y'all look like fools. Yeah. And no, people are afraid to tell y'all y'all look like fools. I'm not. Yeah. You know I'm not. <laughs> but Monique was not wrong. She was not wrong. And I, I the, when I saw it last week, I said I just wrote, simply wrote one tweet. I agree with Monique. And then even and people are like, oh, so you trying to tell me it's ghetto the rock a bonnet? On an airplane? Yes, yes. Absolutely. You look like a fucking idiot. Yes. Yes. It's ghetto to eat chicken from a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious, <laughs> but it's ghetto. <laughs> yes. Yeah, let me get some WD-40 and uh, yeah. let, me get, let me get four tenders and some extra WD-40. Yeah. Like the thought of it is- Nigga, I went in a gas station the other day. My gas light had came on. I said, let me just get to this motherfucking gas station. Got to the gas station, walked in. The guy was just putting the wings in. I said, like, give me six wings <laughs> and uh, some wedges. And uh, he was like, "You want to eat a biscuit?" I'm like, "I don't need a biscuit. Biscuit, they just be like too sh too dis with the with the, the honey, honey shit. Yeah. I'm mean, that just be too much." So he rung me up, whatever, whatever. I paid. I walk out, got in the car, started the car. My gas light. I'm like, "Damn, I forgot." <laughs> the I'm like, "Damn, I forgot." <laughs> I completely just went on a whole nother mission. I tapped my jaw. I was like, "Come on!" I was like, "Oh, that's right. I, <laughs> I didn't get gas." I thought it was something wrong. I got $20 for food. I came here with $20 for gas. I was like, ding, ding, ding. I'm having the fucking speedometer. Come on, man. Damn, the speedometer broke. His odometer broke. Oh, I wish you could have seen my face. I was like, oh, damn. I can't again. Chicken was fresh out that motherfucker, dog. I guess fresh just, out that motor oil. Dog. <laughs> Yo, I did as was standing there the other day. I'm like, 
I know y'all got somebody <laughs> grandma in the back frying this shit because there's no way you goofy Haitians pulled this fucking chicken off. <laughs> you goofy. There's no way y'all pulled this chicken off. That shit is delicious. That shit is but, a clandestine. Yo, but it's ghetto. It's very fucking ghetto. While it is good, it is extremely ghetto. Um, I just want to point out that Chad is uh, constantly judging my DoorDash order then because... Uh, I don't, I dude, I don't, I, I order Royal Farms fucking fried chicken. And get <laughs> no, it delivered no, to my no, house. no, 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 not Royal Farms. Oh, not Royal Farms. No, You're talking about this is that's gas a real, station, that's gas a respectable station. restaurant. Okay, gotcha. No, you, right. gotta, no. you gotta risk your life for this chicken. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you might get clapped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you might get clapped. Hey, white boy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you doing around here? Yeah, one of these days I'll bring you some chicken. I'm yes, please. I'll, I'll bring you I'm, some chicken from a gas station. I would love it. And w- not Royal Farms is like the uh, Elvis. Yeah, that's of, the okay, okay. Gas station chicken. They stole it from crispy uh, <laughs> crunch. Yeah, they, <laughs> from uh, Chuck Berry. Like, they, 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 trust and believe me. Like, I'll bring you some real gas station Royal Farms. So you go and order on the screen. Oh yeah, I don't even. I go to pick it up now. Yeah, yeah no, you even, order yeah. it before you go there. No, I'm talking about you got to go in there and talk to the man at the door <laughs> on the side. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Yeah, no, no, I want. I want to do six wings, but you ain't got a six wing deal. I tell you what, man, I give you the the five wing. I'll put an extra one. Like that. <laughs> That's how it goes. Throw me two dollars yeah. side. Extra wing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. No. <laughs> this is an extremely ghetto process. This is not Royal Farms. Hell no. The uh, that's funny as shit. That we actually did that. Um. <laughs> Oh, Kanye's birthday. Kanye we West's birthday. So it was Kanye West's birthday yesterday. A couple different things happened. <laughs> um, he launched his first product of his Gap collection, uh, the $200 round jacket, they call it. It was uh, blue. It had no lines on it. It was just like a jacket. Yeah. And uh, people had to fill out like a registration form, like a vaccine card. Okay. In, in order to get passed through. And then you went into a queue. To buy the jacket, and the jacket is like, it's kind of trash, but I know the stock price is about to go up. Oh, yeah, everybody's going to get it. I got like 100 shares of stock, so I'm here for it. So keep releasing stuff, uh, Kanye. So that happened. Uh, yesterday, uh, his his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian West, uh, posted a picture of her, him, and all the kids on the PJ and said, happy birthday, uh, love you for life. And my comment on it was, ma'am, you literally left him. <laughs> Like, not figuratively, not like you checked out of the relationship. Yeah. You literally left him and are telling people about it. And Drake is trying to fuck you today. But I think she does love him for life. Yeah, but that's fine. And I and I believe she does love him. But if you leave me publicly, don't turn around the next month and tell the public you love me. Act like you hate me. Tell me you love me behind the scenes. I'm Because now I'm upset because I feel like you're trying to play me. Yeah. I don't know what this means, this love thing means. But I feel like you're trying to play me, and I'm taking it as disrespect. Yeah, I mean, you. They, how many kids they got? Four. Four. Yeah, it's like you, 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 you. The love is real. I'd imagine you, you, don't that many children with somebody. You left me during life. I mean, <laughs> you told you told the public you love me for life. You left me during life. Breakups are are crazy. <laughs> we talked about it on yeah, the picture. Yeah, I, I, you know. I don't. I don't want to go through one of them. You know what I'm saying? Not after four kids and like a billion dollars. Can't handle it. At that point, it's like, <laughs> bitch, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, like he's obviously taking it hard. They said that she got to uh, c- communicate with him through his security. <laughs> Did you see he um he paid a stripper fifteen hundred dollars to talk to yeah, him? To talk. Yeah, yeah, he's having a meltdown. Yeah. Don't go. On. Now you triggering my mental put, health. Put your titties back in your bra. I just want to talk so, to you. Uh, so listen, right? <laughs> I just want to talk. Four kids, uh, <laughs> 10 years, um, you know, 
She bet. She Why are you getting naked? Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to you, bitch. Stay focused, bitch. So she got married on me twice. She knew I loved her. <laughs> she even fucked Ray J. You know who Ray J is? Ray J made a song. Yo. I don't know if you've heard it. Popular song. Good song. Made a song about fucking my wife because she was his girl before she was my wife. Like he made a song about it. Ray J, I hit it first. Oh shit, yeah, Damn, I forgot about Ray J's that. Ray J is a scummy legend. Ray J is a scummy legend. Damn. <laughs> so it's like Kanye in the strip club. Like this is what you're reduced to. Yeah. And you on you on Twitter telling people you love me. Bitch, yeah. I kill you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Bitch, keep trying to take her clothes off. I'm trying to have a conversation. Trying to have a whole conversation. Y'all need some better bitches in here. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, manager. Uh, where are the bitches with brains at? Yeah. Because uh, this one only apparently has a Brazilian butt lift. Yeah. Keep trying to show me. Keep fucking twerking. I'm not here for that. I came here for the uh, uh, black and chicken Alfredo yeah. in the conversation. I'm trying to eat this fucking mahi mahi and, and talk. And she keeps putting her titties in my food. You know what I'm saying? Shit what is type ridiculous. Of, what type of place is this? This is the worst strip club I've ever been. You know I'm a billionaire, right? <laughs> A multi-billionaire. Like, I don't I don't deserve this shit. Pray for Kanye, man. Please pray for Kanye. <laughs> Maybe he gets in the studio, though, and drops something hot. That'd be hot. Yeah, it's been a while. Been a while. Been a while for some hot shit. Pablo was a long time ago. Where are we at on time with this? Uh, right at uh, about two minutes before we hit the hour and a half mark. Okay. I want to save a couple of these for Patreon. Because, yeah. uh, you know. The, um, uh, you want to do sports or rap? We can save rap because right. we're doing all puff. Um, Jokic won the MVP. Yes. Did, did this, as a matter of fact, because <laughs> with sports, because I want everybody to hear this shit because y'all ain't on the Patreon yet because y'all ridiculous. The other day, right? JB, pay attention to this. You ever watch NBA TV late at night and it just be on? Yeah. You leave out the house, you go whatever the fuck you got going come on. Back, you come back, on. it's still on. They had a show on there the other day. It was like a round table, right? It was being hosted by Kenny Smith, right? It was Steve Kerr, Charles Barkley, Steve Smith, Chucky Atkins. Chucky Atkins. Chucky Atkins. <laughs> Charles Barkley, Dominique Wilkins, Tracy McGrady. And they were sitting up there fielding questions from Twitter. The question that came through was, what could be done to make the game of basketball as good as it was in the 90s? Bro, it was the most delirious 25 minutes. <laughs> I was sitting there watching this shit like, man, what? <laughs> Dominique was like, see, the game, the, 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 the game just isn't pure no more because it doesn't go from the inside out. See, back in the day, the shooter's dream was to have a big man who could play the post because when he gets double teamed, you get the ball on the outside because the game goes from the inside out. See, the game now, they don't get spot up shooting no more because they don't have inside work or inside presence that makes the game go from the inside out. And Steve Kerr was like, are y'all are y'all high? <laughs> Steve Kerr was the only one that kept it real. Steve Kerr was like, yeah, you know... You guys are legends, you know, and I played with arguably the biggest legend ever. But uh, 
the game now is just so much more advanced than what anything was we ever seen from back in the day. Like the game going from the inside out is cool, but you have seven footers now who can run the floor and play the game from the outside in. Yeah. Like if you look at like somebody like Joel Embiid or Nikola uh, Jokic, they play from the outside in and they're seven footers because the game has yeah. evolved. It's not they're a bulky seven footers, big seven yeah. footers, and they go from the outside in. And he was like, you look at it, Jokic is the MVP and Embiid is number two in MVP voting and they're outside in seven footers and everybody on the set is like you ever see that drum with Weebay where it's like so you mean to tell me <laughs> I've been looking at this all wrong all these years <laughs> so then they, the, one of the questions was if LeBron played in the 90s would he have reached the same superstar status that he has you know in the hold he had over the NBA oh, for so man. long so Steve Smith was like well I think him playing in the 90s would have probably made him develop his jump shot and his fadeaway a lot earlier because, you know, in the 90s, we were fouling and those fouls were rough. <laughs> Steve Kerr was like, he's bigger than all of y'all. <laughs> Steve Kerr was so funny. Yeah, he's not for the bullshit. Steve Kerr was like, he's bigger than all of y'all. Steve Kerr was like, he runs the floor as well as any swingman or guard from the 90s, and he's as big as Carl Malone, and he has vision like Magic Johnson, and he's as skilled as Oscar Robinson. He's a freak of nature. So Kenny Smith was like, yeah, I'm probably going to agree with Kerr. Um, <laughs> Y'all uh, niggas tripping. Let the record reflect. <laughs> he was like, I'm probably going to go ahead and agree with Kerr. LeBron transcends errors. So wherever you put him, you know, he would just have been that LeBron, dominant yeah. everywhere. And Charles Barkley was like, yeah, LeBron is great. You know, I don't necessarily think he's Michael Jordan. And Kerr was like, that wasn't the question. The question was, <laughs> would he have been as good or reached superstar status in, in the 90s? So then Dominique was like, LeBron James is incredible. He's 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 incredible. And I, I, I don't think I really took into account who he is or what he was till I first time I got to see him live. And he walked up and I'm like, he's as big as Artis Gilmore. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so funny on this show the other day because you could really tell they're like they're like stuck in that they time stuck work. in that era and Tracy McGrady was like you know I was a real good scorer in my day you know and, and LeBron you know we the thing we always get on is that he isn't the scorer like that killer scorer that we want him to be but he was like even I had to like think about it like LeBron's number three in points and he's probably gonna finish number one so how the hell do the not scorer <laughs> end up being the number one scorer in NBA history something's not making sense and it went back over to Steve Smith and Steve Smith like well yeah I mean I I, I wouldn't have wanted to guard him <laughs> Like, yo, this shit is insane. It's the most ridiculous 20 minutes. That shit is the literal television manifestation of like what we talk about oh. all the time, where those motherfuckers from the 90s are doing whatever they can to pro protect, protect MJ's legacy because it protects <laughs> their legacy exactly. and their places in history. Exactly. And if they admit that the players now are better than the players then, then it's like, y'all numbers don't really matter. No. Y'all were playing against motherfuckers that had to go to work in the morning. Right. Y'all playing against tax accountants and oh. fucking uh, master plumbers and oh shit like that. Oh, my God. Tell me you saw the white dude imitate Charles Barkley. I, I oh, God. I missed it, it I last night. It. I just saw oh, it. my. Yo, anybody, go, go. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. Type in Charles. He literally was. He was like, man, let me tell you. That nigga Leochich. Man. <laughs> nigga Leochich. <laughs> 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 
then he was like, Michael Jr. Porter, they are amazing. <laughs> Yo, he was hilarious with his because he sounds just like you got it? Yeah, I got it. Well, this is a, this is a first oh, question for Chuck. This is Chuck. I want to ask you, first of all, like I say, uh, how come when it's your turn to talk, you push your right hand down on the podium like this and brace yourself like it's an earthquake? Why you do that? <laughs> Why you do that? <laughs> you have to speak with power. You have to speak with conviction. Let people know you in the room. So you do put your hand down to get their attention first and foremost. That, that didn't make no sense. Now, here's my next question for Chuck. This is also <laughs> Chuck. No <laughs> when it's Kenneth turn to talk, Ernie throw it to Kenneth. So Ernie got the ball. It's not a real ball, but it's a, it's a pretend ball. And he throw it to Kenneth. Why come does it look like, first, like I say, that Kenneth looks like he's about to give toddler bad news? Why does he have that pain <laughs> expression on his face when it's his time? I can answer that. <laughs> go, go ahead, Chuck. Go ahead, because, Kenneth. Back to you. Because, <laughs> hey, 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 Chuck, because every time you ask me a question, Chuck, I have to hear it, like, first of all, and it's mm -hmm. not really first of all. Yeah, it's yeah. usually second of all, a third of all, a fourth of all, a fifth of all. So he's always using the same one as it's the first time we're hearing it, and it's not. That's why I'm in the painful look. Chuck, that makes sense. Chuck, Chuck, That's the joke when they interviewed sense. him. It's another one where he's just, like, talking into a he's screen. He's about to give toddler bad news. Why does he have that pain expression on his face? Thank you, Danny. Thank you. Uh, sorry, that's just the interview. I'll try and just find it. <laughs> that's funny. Hold on. Oh, here I go, right here. This the first half analysis. The half of basketball was played. That's not the whole game. That's half the game. Damon Lillard, he did a step back, but he stepped forward, and then he moved back. He went back about 25 feet. That's probably that travel, but they're not going to call it. Michael uh, Jr. Porter, he made a bunch Michael of shots. Nikola Yoka. Uh, Joe Kitch, Joe Kitchy, he made, he, he's tall, and Nikola Jokic or Jokic, Jimmy and Joe Jokic, uh, didn't find nobody. That was something. That's a good half of basketball between Portland and Cleveland. Back to you, Between Portland and Cleveland. Dog. This is Nikola Jokic, Jokic and uh, Jimmy Joe Porter. <laughs> Michael Jr. Porter. Yo, man. <laughs> they be impersonating Charles Barkley. That should be hilarious. But shout out, uh, Joker. Joker. They got me saying it now. Nikola Jokic. Nigga, they got, they, see, now I'm pronouncing it like that. He won the MVP. Of the league. Of the league. First time ever somebody drafted over the 40th pick has won the MVP. Damn. Um, did you see the Bulls tweet from like six years ago? Well, you know he got drafted in 14, but he didn't come right over. Right, right, Came right. over in 15. So the Bull tweeted, um... Nikola Jokic is coming to the NBA this year. He's finally coming over even after getting drafted last year. Um, I guarantee you six years he'll be ruling the NBA and we'll be laughing at everybody. And MVP Joker won the MVP six years later. That's crazy. Crazy. Like, he deserved it, though. His slickness as a basketball player. He's genius. And the way that he uses his body and his fucking passing ability, especially from like a point center, like – yeah. Type of way that he plays the game is crazy, and just to see how he, how much he elevated his play and his teammates, specifically Michael Porter Jr. and the Morris kid, yeah. since Jamal Murray, Murray went out, down, it's like he, he's he's a problem, man. He's all that. I, I I my my I had Chris Paul up there. I had Joel Embiid up there. Everybody else, you know, kind of went down the nonsense, and then Joel Embiid got hurt, got hurt so that, that kind of killed him. But um, 
now that we're in the uh, actual joint, you saw they gave the coach of the year to Tibbs. He yeah. deserved that. Um, I still haven't seen defensive player of the year. Was it Ben? They haven't announced. They haven't announced it, right? I didn't think. I was like, damn, it's kind of crazy they announced MVP without announcing it's like that. They haven't. They've been like announcing these awards like weird as shit. Like yeah. it's just like it's like a press release. And yeah. Then it's like oh, by the way, it's like it's no. Yeah. Popping circumstance um, around the shit. Who do you got winning the finals? Now you you got five teams who've never won and three teams who haven't won since at least 1983. Who do you got winning right, the finals so this year? As of last week, my pick was the Sixers out of the East. And then it was either Utah or Phoenix out of the West. To me, it's still a toss-up between Utah and Phoenix. The Sixers are not going to the I, this, I, Listen. The Sixers might not beat the Hawks. The Sixers don't have enough space shooting. They just don't. They had a 20-point lead last night and blew it to where the Hawks took the lead in the third quarter. Just because it's a make-or-miss league. And I'm keep it buck with you. I'd rather have Bogdanovich and the other white boy firing than Danny Green. And, and, like, just call it what it is. Like, Danny Green and... uh. And Tobias is just not it. Seth Curry can heat up in a heartbeat, yeah. but you still can't trust Ben. Y'all playing four on five on the offensive side. No bullshit. We'll just hack a Ben and, you know, <laughs> right. do, do, you let y'all figure this yeah. shit out. So it's like, yeah, I, me personally, I think this Hawk shit might go seven. Yeah, it, it's that. And then, like, Brooklyn looks unbeatable. I, I don't see anybody beating <laughs> them. So it's just yeah, I, so I, I got Brooklyn and Phoenix going to the joint. I would love to see Brooklyn and Phoenix. I, I Just because I'm such a Devin Booker guy, yeah. I would love to see Booker get a shot. And Chris Paul, he's completely changed my view on him. I used he, to hate Chris Paul. I hated him. I love him now. I hate him. It's like, yo, he even when you see like little shit to like him making him huddle up after all these dead balls and just he's a real leader. Yeah. You can front on it all you want. Seeing what he did in OKC last year made me turn the page. Where on it was him. like, damn, like, okay. Hey, this nigga's the best true point guard in the universe. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like he was so good they traded his ass. Like, yeah. yo, man, you, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. We're we not ready for that. We in the playoffs as yeah. a six seed. Fuck wrong with you. We're we not ready for all that. And they almost won their first round matchup yeah. against Houston. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Chris Paul Chris Paul is a fucking man. He deserves all the State Farm commercials, all that shit, man. I was wrong, CP3. I apologize. I wish basketball reasons wouldn't have prevented you from going to the Lakers in your prime. Uh, he's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. He impacts the game at so many different levels. Houston misused him because they, for whatever reason, wanted Harden to be yeah. the point guard. Yeah. Yeah. He don't get hurt. They might beat Golden State in that game seven. They might beat him. Yeah. But we'll never know. Uh, you got anything else you want to throw on this? Nah, not really. Uh, Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. Yeah, we're going over to Patreon. Um, if you're on YouTube, uh, smash the like button for us. Subscribe to the channel over on YouTube. Uh... We got a bunch of interviews and stuff up there right now. Shout out to uh, Omar Tate. He's featured on the Netflix uh, documentary High on the Hog. Uh, I saw that. About history of black cooking and all of that culinary skills and all of that stuff. So shout out to him, man. That Him being on the show is like the gift that keeps on giving because, like we knew, he's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and he's a, a friend to the show. So that's pretty much all I got in regards of, uh, you know, regular TRPE. We want to skate over to Patreon now. Uh, go to patreon.com backslash official TRPE. We got a content library now of 20 overtime episodes. Uh, we've fucking done a lot in a short amount of time. We got a schedule now. Uh, the AMAs is popping, like all of that, man. And it's just like we appreciate everybody that's over there. Uh, we're going to do a live stream 100% this month, and then the live show is going to be coming very, 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 very soon. Uh, but that's all I got, man. We appreciate y'all's uh, support, listening to us. Realist Podcast, Silver, we out. Realist Podcast, I'm The Realest Podcast ever.
Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I'm gonna have me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. Y'all used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it.